And here we go. Show me paint defense. Strike first. Show me sand the floor. Strike hard. Wax on, wax off. No mercy. That's right, everybody. This is episode eight of the Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. And tonight, if you haven't figured it out yet, or today, or whenever you're listening to this, we're going to be talking about the Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. Because just like on our last episode, Muppet Babies, they're actually remaking things from our childhood. So we don't just have to revisit them. So this will be really interesting. Um, as always, you can find this podcast and other ones I work on, the Chipman Brothers Tangent and the Talkbuster podcast, to name a couple, on patreon.com slash thechippa. That's patreon.com slash T-H-E-C-H-I-P-P-A, or also on YouTube at Chippa, The Chippa Made This, which is what I'm calling it there. So first off, we'll start with some information about Karate Kid. Um, Karate Kid starred Ralph Macchio as Daniel LaRusso, Noriyuki Pat Morita as Mr. Miyagi, Elizabeth Shue as Allie Mills, Martin Cove as John Kreese, Randy Heller as Lucille LaRusso, and William Zabka as Johnny Lawrence. The Karate Kid is a 1984 American martial arts drama film produced by Jerry Weintraub, directed by John G. Avildsen, and written by Robert Mark Kamen. It is an underdog story in the mold of a previous success with Rocky, which was, came out in 1976, which was also directed by Albertson. The film features the Goju Ryo and Goju Kai style of karate. The Karate Kid was a commercial success upon release and garnered critical acclaim, earning Pat Morita a nomination for Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. The film spawned a franchise of related items and memorabilia, such as action figures, headbands, posters, t-shirts, and a video game. A novelization was made by B.B. Hiller and published in 1984. The novel had a scene that was in the rehearsal when Daniel encounters Johnny during school at lunch. Also, at the end, there was a battle between Miyagi and Kreese in the parking lot after the tournament, which was the original ending for the film and used as the beginning of Karate Kid Part 2. <clears throat> the film has been credited for popularizing karate in the United States. The music video for the song Sweep the Leg by No More Kings was made starring William Zadka, who also directed the video as a caricature of himself and features references to the Karate Kid, including cameo appearances by Zadka's former Karate Kid co-stars. Cove and Zadka appeared on an episode of Tosh.0 as the original characters for Board Breaker Web Redemption. The skit was inspired by by a viral video made by Josh Plotkin where he talked about accomplishing goals through believing in yourself. The skit spoofed the final fight of the movie. At the end of the skit, Daniel Tosh, dressed as Mr. Miyagi, honks Cove's nose as a reference to Miyagi's action in the scene at the beginning of the Karate Kid Part 3. Machio and Zabka. <laughs> Karate Kid Part 2. Machio and Zabka made a guest appearance as themselves in How I Met Your Mother episode, The Bro Mitzvah. In the episode, Machio is invited to Barney Stinson's bachelor party, leading to Barney shouting that he hates Machio and that Johnny was the real hero of the Karate Kid. Towards the end of the episode, a clown in the party wipes off his makeup and reveals himself to be Zabka. In 2015, toy company Funko released new The Karate Kid action figures as part of their. Reaction line. The six-piece line saw two versions of Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence, Mr. Miyagi, John Kreese, and Allie Mills represented in three-and-a-half-inch action figures 
form. The toys were sold via retailers such as Target and Amazon. Additionally, Funko has released several of the Karate Kid figures within its popular Funko pop line. The original 1984 film had three sequels and launched the career of Machio, who would turn into a teen idol <laughs> featured on the covers of magazines such as Tiger Beat. It revitalized the acting career of Marita, previously known mostly for his comedic role as Arnold on Happy Days, who was nominated for Best Supporting Actor Academy Award for his performance as Mr. Miyagi, as previously stated. Marita reprised his role in three subsequent sequels. The first sequel was The Karate Kid Part 2. It was a 1986 sequel in which Daniel accompanies Miyagi on a trip back to Okinawa, Japan, where he is reunited with loved ones and is challenged by an old adversary. The Karate Kid Part 3, a 1989 sequel in which Cove reappears as Kreese, seeking revenge on Daniel and Miyagi with the help of allies played by Thomas Ian Griffith and Sean Kahn. The next Karate Kid... A 1994 revamp sequel in which Hilary Swank appears as Mr. Miyagi's new student, Julie Pierce. Which we're not going to mention much more because it has nothing to do with Cobra Kai so far. I wouldn't be surprised if in um, future seasons, if they don't try to work something in from that. That would be big money that YouTube Red would have to bring up for Hilary Swank, so we'll see. There was also a 2010 remake of The Karate Kid starring Jackie Chan and Jaden Smith, which I actually kind of liked. Um... I know that uh, it's it's kind of looked down on. It is not as good as the original Karate Kid, but um, Jaden Smith is quite good in it. Um, and I feel that Jackie Chan is kind of inspired as the Miyagi role. The big problem that I had with the movie, I don't know if you remember this, Sarah, was that it's kind of like a um, vacation video for like China. It's kind of like really talking up China and kind of really talking down the United States. Yeah. Like it's even produced by the Chinese tourism board and like, the opening thing shows a picture of Detroit with like um, tires on fire and cars and people homeless in the streets. And it just says America at the bottom. And yeah, well, that's kind of true. It was also, you know, kind of a little too much. Um, There's a little bit of other things, but the movie, if you haven't seen it and you're a karate kid fan, this will be the last we mention it because that's not what this particular episode is about, but it's worth checking out. There was also an animated Karate Kid spinoff um, on NBC in 1989, but it was short-lived. I will say I did see the Hillary Swank one, and it wasn't bad. I don't really remember it, but it wasn't bad. Cool. Cobra Kai. On August 4th, 2017, it was announced that a new half-hour dramedy TV series was in development to continue the Karate Kid franchise. The series, titled Cobra Kai, will reunite Ralph Macchio and William Zabka, who reprised their roles as Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence, respectively. The show was set 34 years after the original film, focusing on Johnny, who is down on his luck and reopens the Cobra Kai dojo on his search for redemption. This puts him at odds with Daniel, who, through success, though successful, is trying to find balance in his life without Mr. Miyagi. Josh Heald wrote the script with John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg, while the latter duo directed most of the series. They also executive produced alongside Machio and Zabka. The series received an order of 10 episodes for the first season, which debuted on YouTube Red on May 2nd, 2018. Cobra Kai Season 1 was a huge hit, receiving over 20 million views since May 2nd, 2018, when it debuted. A 10-episode Season 2 has been ordered to begin production in the fall of 2018 and premiere in 2019. Um, So next, as always with this podcast, we talk about our initial experience. So Sarah, what was your initial experience with the original Karate Kid? Uh, I don't know that I watched it when I was a kid, kid, because in 84, I was like three. But I feel like the, I, like, I grew up with it. We had action figures. It was one of my sister's favorite movies. 
So I, I'm sure I must have watched it and just don't remember. And didn't we watch it in North Reading with um friend from Rhode Island? Yeah, we did. Okay, that was the first time that I that I remember watching it all the way through. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my <laughs> initial experience, I knew it was in my dad's um video rotation. This one and the second one. I didn't know a third one existed till Sarah and I went through them through watching Cobra Kai. Um, the third one's very weird. Um, but uh, but my initial experience, um, yeah, it was very young. It was kind of like we talked about earlier. It kind of made karate popular. Like me and my brother took karate classes for a year because of the karate kid. You know, it was everywhere. The 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 way he wore the headband, the karate outfit, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was huge very shortly after this. Um, kids wanting to be ninjas, kids wanting to be karate um, people. It, it, it was just very much in the psyche of the mid to late 80s. I was born in 84 when this came out, so I must have seen it later. But I got to say, you know, in watching it in the theater with the premiere of Cobra Kai, um, you know, it was kind of the first time I remember sitting down and watching it all the way through since I was a little kid. So it was very cool to get to see it on the big screen. So I I guess that can bring us to revisiting it. So, um, you know, with the release of Cobra Kai um, on YouTube, um, YouTube Red did a cool Fathom event that Sarah and I went to with um, Sarah's sister. And uh, we got to see um, the first two episodes of Cobra Kai before they released on YouTube and got to see the original Karate Kid on the big screen, which was a great thing to see. A nice cleaned up print. Um, and again, you know, I think the movie still holds up real well. What do you think, Sarah? I love it. I I wish I'm sad that there's no more that after the third movie that was it with Miyagi and Daniel and I I'm I'm excited for Cobra Kai and I don't want to have to wait till 2019 for more. Why make me wait? Yeah, and and so you know, looking back at that old movie, you know, it was it was amazing for with Pat Morita being <clears throat> you know, a uh, kind of a comedic comedic type role. His role is very dramatic. You know, there's some goofiness to it, but, you know, the backstory of him being a Japanese man living in the United States who was a soldier against Japan in the war, you know, is like a really, really cool backstory. There's a lot of things about pride and family and loss that are really big overarching um, themes that for a kind of like teen punk, not comedy, but like that kind of genre of like, you know, the young kid outcast who, you know, everyone's going to watch and, you know, cool and be into you know it really had a good message you know it, it had a really good message about family and about pride and about honor that um was a really great thing and i i think that really stands true to today and is very important so um that brings us up to cobra kai sarah what are your thoughts on cobra kai i liked it i thought it was really awesome yeah it's sad that obviously because pat marita passed away that he's not in it but they do without spoiling too much, um, do find ways of incorporating him and, you know, tugging at your heartstrings a little. Yeah, so <laughs> Cobra Kai, when I when I saw the trailers, I have to admit, um, the trailers seemed like they were really, really tapping into the fan service button. You know, the just like Star Wars The Force Awakens, the trailers were kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, look at more of this thing you love. It's going to be winks and nods and callbacks to things you love, and it's going to be really cheesy and over the top. And while Cobra Kai does end up having a cheese factor to it, it's, it's a loving type of approach. This isn't just, doesn't just exist to rehash the Karate Kid. It exists to kind of wink at that 
and make you look at it and then elevate it. Th- this thing has a lot to say. Um, and I think the stuff they did with William Zabka's character, Johnny and Daniel, it's not even just a simple role reversal. It's, you know, the original movie, Daniel's the poor guy moving in and Zabka's family's the rich entitled folks. And Daniel's the one with more honor because, you know, he has to work for what he has. And Johnny's kind of played like, you know, the kid that has everything. So, of course, he's just an angry white kid in a karate dojo that takes out his aggression on people. But, um, the complete role reversal of Johnny, you know, you know, working odd jobs and losing his job because of running his mouth. And um, he ends up poor and down on his luck. And now um, Nacho there, um, Daniel LaRusso, has a freaking auto body shop and, you know, gives away um, bonsai, bonsai trees, you know, to, as like the callback. And he's almost become, you know, like a caricature of the character from the original movie. Like he's, he's kind of distanced and forgotten, you know, and his daughter doesn't want anything to do with him. So she hangs out with all the rich kids and all of this might sound like kind of tongue in cheek. Like it's obvious, but it's really the, the attention to detail and the acting jobs of both Ralph Macchio and William Zabka that make this show what it is. It, everything hits very relevant to today. The whole um, toxic masculinity of Cobra Kai kind of not necessarily being painted like completely the bad guy. Like Zabka's character is misunderstood and actually there's a lot that um, LaRusso has to learn from him, but they also don't paint it that, oh, but Zabka can just be an angry, aggressive man and make these kids angry and aggressive and he's going to get off. It's not, you know, the, the Republican dramedy, you know what I mean, or anything like that. It's just, it's showing a very gray area between the characters and you know as Sarah and I were talking before we recorded this age appropriateness the original karate kid especially the first one is a kids movie it's not a little kids movie but it's like a <laughs> like 9 to 10, 9 to 10 to preteen kind of thing cobra kai definitely is something you could watch with your kids but isn't something that i think you should kids should really be watching on their own it's very much pg13 to more like the the topics are very high school the senior year of high school so there's you know there's a lot more sex and drugs and things like that in it but it's because it's maturing with the people that watch the original movies this is made for us adults who grew up with the karate kid but i think there's a lot of themes and things you could learn that it'd be great to share with your family What, what do you think sarah uh yeah, um, yeah. You talk too much, and I drowned out. <laughs> I love you. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's a good. I really liked it a lot, and I was so excited when I saw they were bringing it back. And like I said, it is kind of odd to see them switching roles, and Daniel being, you know, the rich dickhead, and Johnny's like down on his luck, and you almost kind of start feeling bad for Johnny, even though he's still kind of a dick at times. But it's interesting. It's interesting to see it from, like, it, it being more about him. Yeah, the, the show The show is definitely Johnny Lawrence's show. Like, um, LaRusso is there, but LaRusso doesn't, so far, doesn't really have something to learn. It's, it's Lawrence is he's the one. He's getting there. He's starting yeah. to. Yeah, he's starting to learn because he's, yeah, it, it, it's very interesting. Now, what do you think about um, the callbacks to the original that they do during it? I hope they do more Miyagi. I like the ones they do do. And like I said, they, they, they get you. Like, have some tissues. I think yeah. it's the fifth episode, if I remember correctly, out of the seven. Yeah, where Daniel goes to visit Miyagi's tombstone, and he's got the bon- bonsai pruning shears. and 
Yeah, just, I hope they're finding more ways to bring in, you know, because it's not the same without Miyagi, but. They work him in exactly when they need to. Yeah. Um, one, one of my favorite things that, you, as we were watching it, the three of us were screaming at the TV, no, this is the thing we don't buy, is a brilliant little um reversal of that expectation. So those of you watching this to remember the original, Miyagi does like the, the mystical you know, Japanese guy thing with his hands where he heals Daniel with like, you know, the heat pressure does like the thing in the camera slows down and he smacks his hands together. Well, they have a similar moment and I won't tell you who it's with, but Daniel goes to do it just like Miyagi and like the same music kicks up and everything slows down and he puts his hands in the kid and they zoom in and he just goes, medic. <laughs> and it's genius. It's absolutely genius because we all went, okay, good. Like you knew the boundary and you didn't step over it. You poked fun at it. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's just <laughs> wonderfully done. I can't wait for more. I hope it gets a third season. Yeah, I hope it gets many seasons. Um, and I hope they can bring Pat Marina back from the dead. But know? they can't. I know. Um, I don't know. I feel like I had a lot more to say. I just, I'm excited that they thought to bring this back. I don't know what made them think to. I'd like to look into that. Cause I, I, it's always interesting to me when you see what they bring back from our childhood. You're like, hmm, wonder why they brought that back. I'm wondering if it was that, that video that we mentioned that Zabka did. You Maybe. know, he was in that music video and, you know, I think, um, Machio showed up for a cameo in it. And I, it, it might've been, um, Machio's Dancing with the Stars kick. That's true. You know what I mean? That might have uh, reignited a little bit of love. Um, you know, R Ralph Macchio has had a hasn't had the you know the most <clears throat> um, high reaching career in the world. You know, he kind of jumped into the TV movie and Lifetime movie land kind of yeah. after after he was a teen idol. So um, it, it's mm -hmm. good to see him back doing this. Um, the whole supporting cast in this are great. The young kids specifically are playing children. Yeah. They're children playing high school kids, and yes. it works really well. It doesn't have that American Pie or Animal House problem where you know the guy's like thirty two. <laughs> you know but, he's playing. But Ralph uh, Macchio still looks like he's like twelve. Yeah, Macchio. Now he looks like he's twenty. Yeah, he doesn't age. He just kind of looks like his skin's gotten a little looser. That that that's about it. But he doesn't look his age. Now Zabka, on the other hand, does, but he. He looks he badass. He looks badass. You but he know still looks like I wouldn't think he was in his fifties either. But I think they did a good job, you know, with the you know making it just similar enough, you know, with the the things that like Daniel does that like Miyagi did with his own Daniel son, um, and kind of the same thing with Johnny Lawrence. You see him fighting his demons. You know, do I? Am I going to be the same sensei that I had? I want to be better than that, but I'm going to slip. It, it's just really cool to see. Yeah, they. it doesn't necessarily go in the direction you expect, and even when it does, it does it well. You know, that this isn't... Well, everything's a cash grab. I mean, you wouldn't bring it back if it's not, but it, it doesn't feel like that. It feels authentic. The look of it looks like a Karate Kid movie. The music sounds like a Karate Kid movie. You know, I'm surprised that they haven't brought out any merchandise. Have they not? Not that I've seen. I mean, maybe we have to go back to ThinkGeek, but I haven't seen much of anything. I mean, there's a stuff that you could always get on it. Side note, that's what I'm going to get on Amazon. I'm going to get a wax on, wax off t-shirt. Anyways. <laughs> Send the floor. Paint the fence. <laughs> Side note, 
But, like, I haven't really seen, other than the stuff that's always been around, you know, because Karate Kid, I haven't seen anything more focused towards the new show. Maybe once the second season comes out. Yeah, that's that's probably you know right. me and my merch. Well, again, that that's the weird thing, right? You know, um, we're into new territory here with the revisiting of things. YouTube now makes TV shows, so who who knows like what their business model is? You know, Netflix merchandises the crap out of everything. You know, yes, yeah, I know Netflix buy this off YouTube Red. YouTube Red is dumb. You think so? There's nothing else. Everyone said there's nothing else on it. Well, that's because, you know, um, so so for those of you reading this that feel the same way as reading. my wife and don't, yeah, listening to this, that don't, that feel the same way as my wife, YouTube Red is a music app. They're they're moving into, but but the idea is YouTube is starting to become like a music sharing, a but music this streaming. Music. This is a show. I, I, I tapped. One second. Before you cut into this, I'm going to do the, the sophisticated thing. Oh, yeah. So, um... Speaking of merch, we're going to go off topic um, before we end. But, um, speaking of merch, brought this to my mind here. I am a huge Gilmore Girls fan. And I get a monthly subscription box called Stars Hall Monthly. And it's from this company called Sophistigeek. Um, and they are launching an Indiegogo campaign to fund a new store front so that they can have, um... 24-hour live shopping. She was doing, Peggy that owns it, um, who is absolutely amazing, and is going to be the reason I get divorced, because all the cool stuff she ends up getting that Stars Hollow related that I have to buy, that then Chris gets mad at me for buying. If she starts a Ghostbusters box, then I'm all set. They had a uh, a one-time Stranger Things one. That's awesome. Um, So she had done, for the month of May, you signed up for a time... Like, like between, like, 7 and 9 at night or 2 and 4 in the afternoon. And she just went down to list and you got to shop live in the warehouse. She'd walk around. Because she also does, she did one called Lit Cube. She's stopping that one, but she's doing some other stuff. So there's all kinds of geek stuff. Like, she had Stranger Things and a lot of, like, literary because she's a writer. So all kinds of cool geek fandom stuff. And she's always looking for more. And she's starting to bring in, like, apparel and all this cool stuff. Like I said, she's going to make me go broke and divorced. No. Um. So that live thing went off so well, but it was so stressful for her to do on her own for hours on weekends that she wants to get a bigger warehouse and make it virtual. I think there. I'm not 100 sure how it's going to work. It's explained better on the Indiegogo campaign. Um. So go and support this because, like I said, Peggy Sue is amazing. And she gets amazing stuff, and they're always doing different boxes. Like, there's a Stars Hollow Book Club one that's um, a few items related to books that one of the main characters in Gilmore Girls reads. Um, every so often they do some other monthly box stuff, but it's uh, Sophistigeek, S-O-P-H-I... No, help me spell. S-O-P-H-I-T... I-G-E-E-K. Sophista Geek. I don't think that's right. So that's how it's spelled. And Indiegogo. So just go to Indiegogo and search Sophista Geek and it'll come up. Um, donate. There's all kinds of cool um, backer rewards for backing. There's also, if you are a small business listening to this and you want to get um, your business out there to her, she has some business backing things you can do. And... Um, I think she's doing like a swag bag and you can get some of your business merch in the swag bag. But it is really cool and I told her I would 
pimp the crap out of this for her because I want to see this happen because this woman is is amazing and she's had some ups and downs with some stuff. So help back her Indiegogo thing. I think it ends in another couple of days, the, like the beginning of July, I think. Um, so go fund her, help her make this store come true. I know they just bought the store and they're moving into it. So now she can afford the store and all kinds of cool merch. So, and as of this recording, um, our uh, son is due in five weeks, July 20th, guys. exactly a month. So, um, there'll be two reasons why we want to do this podcast, not just the one. So, we're going to have to um, start doing boy-centric ones as well, or it doesn't really matter because kids are awesome and they should be able to watch anything they want. So, uh, if my son wants to watch My Little Pony and Gem and the Holograms, so be it. And vice versa. Anyway, everybody, um, as always, uh, post comments, topic ideas, and anything else to patreon.com slash the Chippa or on the YouTube page, the Chippa made this. Um, remember also to listen to the Chipman Brothers Tangent and the Talkbuster podcast, also through my Patreon. And as always, there's no shame in being a geek, no matter how old you are. Wax on. Wax off. Sand the floor. You're the best around. Nothing's ever gonna keep you down. I have no idea what the next line is. Bye, everyone. No mercy.